Oi, oi, it's your boy, Yuzi. Uh, welcome to another episode of Through the Door, the official Broken Bricks podcast. Uh, my name's Yuzi, I am a music producer and musician, and I play in the band Broken Bricks. You can follow me at uh, Beats by Yuzi, and you can follow Broken Bricks at Broken Bricks HQ, or you can smash the sub-like, subscribe, <laughs> the subscribe button, or like it, or just smash the sub-like button if you like. If there is one, they should definitely invent one if there isn't. Um, Making music and self-releasing and putting the effort in and putting the work in to building up um, a profile for yourself and getting yourself up to, you know, like 25,000 followers uh, all off your own back is take some doing. Um, And there's some pitfalls as well that can come that can come along with that. and one of them is being trolled and it's something that needs to be talked about and I think explored in much more detail than what it is anyway because I don't get it Uh, I don't understand why why people want to sit there and just just spread the negative hate but whatever people do it I think it's I'm not saying it's the right thing or wrong thing to do I just think it's an interesting topic and um and unfortunately for for our guest on on this episode that happened to her you know she got dragged in um through no fault of her own into some stupid um meme thing that got that got made out of her profile that she didn't authorize and um got taken out of context and then she ended up getting trolled over it but she has a really interesting story about how she crawled away back from that and also how you know she gives some really good advice on to as to the importance of the online presence and how to kind of um, balance it with the negative aspects but also the positive aspects that, and, and, and how to utilize it to your benefit as an artist so we sat down with uh, natalie miranda um you can check her out at natalie miranda music um she's got a new single out called battle scars which is doing quite well and um yeah she was just a just a really nice chat um about you know a female making it in the music industry and the trials and tribulations of of everything that that brings when you're self-releasing so sit back enjoy um again don't forget to smash the sub like button <laughs> um and um, follow us on or subscribe or whatever on whatever um, podcast platform that it is that you're listening to us on Uh, yeah because we've got some really exciting stuff coming uh, more episodes coming around the corner so stay with us Um, peace love y'all bye okay I'm back hey you're back (laughs) don't worry don't worry that's what what editing is for (laughs) how you doing yeah, I'm good, Chrissy. How are you? I'm good. I bet that wasn't, well, I don't want to say not pleasant surprise, but when you, you don't think you're going to be on video, then all of a sudden it's like, hi. Yeah, no, because I, I think I did ask uh, Michelle and I think she said it was just audio. So I was just it like, was. oh, okay, that's cool. So, yeah. You know what? It was because we used to we used to run the podcast out of, um, out of this like club in Soho. That's how it started. Right, okay. Um, me and Warren would, would run it out of there, but mainly because they used to have, like artists that used to go there and they had memberships yeah. so we used to just go and grab and pull them upstairs and then interview them. um and then obviously everything happened with with the pandemic and all of that kind of stuff so with them it kind of got put to one side and we wanted to bring it back to life again so we started doing that again and obviously everything went to zoom and then we yeah. were like well fuck it we'll just put it out <laughs> you know like yeah yeah put it on youtube so that's what we started doing so sorry yes it was audio only now it's a bit of that's both cool. no worries 
So <laughs> welcome to Through the Door podcast. Welcome. Thank you. You're going to be the first. Uh, congratulations, the first in in hopefully a long line of uh, of new music exposure uh, specials that we're going to do uh, that are cool. going to be released in the midweek. So welcome to that, and Thank um, you. it's lovely to have you on. And Thank you for having me. We've had the pleasure of uh, of checking out what you've been putting out. Congratulations on uh, on your latest release, which was Battle Scars, right? Yes, thank it you. It seems, seems to be blowing up. So, uh, well yeah, done. it's thank you. I mean, it was um, it, it, you know, it's a different style to my previous single. So I was a bit like, oh, I don't know how people are going to receive it, but it's it's been, I think, the most popular so far, which is great. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, that's yeah. a passionate song. Thank you. <laughs> to say the least. So, where are you coming at from? Obviously, the the as you just said there, there's a, there's a genre shift, or you or you seem to be more genre spanning, which I'm a big fan of. I I much prefer that. I I don't like really being pigeonholed. If you listen exactly. to our music at Broken Bricks, it's very much that way. You know, it, it kind of goes from one end of the spectrum to the other. Okay. But but do you have like a core place that you're coming from? Because I, when I heard Catch Twenty Two. So, like certainly like from a vocal range standpoint it made me think of like anthony the johnson's <laughs> or or, okay. some, or somewhere from uh, the, the, more kind of in that vein whereas the battle scars was more kind of like rock yes. you know so yeah is there like a main vein of, of like influence that you're coming from or are you kind of just like throwing it out there for every every, every uh tune that you do i think at the heart of anything i i write um will be some elements of, of uh, classic rock, soul and blues, because that's the stuff that, that's inspired me over the years. Um, I love those, you know, the classic vocalists, uh, obviously Freddie Mercury, who's my idol, but, you know, <laughs> okay. uh, you know, like Etta James, Aretha, even like Frank Sinatra, yeah. just like spanning everything, Bon Jovi, whoever, just those, those, those classic people to me. They produced music that meant something and it came from the heart and it was, mm. you know, like performed from the heart. And um, so anything I write will always have some kind of influence from that, I think. Um, yeah. And that's that's why my releases have been so varied. And, and like yourselves, I like that. I don't like to be pigeonholed. I don't like to be to fit the mold or to be like fit a particular in a box or whatever, you know, Um and I think releasing singles works better for me for that reason because I can just change up everything every okay. time I release something. I don't have to release like twelve tracks of a similar vein or something. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, you can massively hear that influence in your voice as well. As far as you know, I love Etta James. I love everything blues, everything soul. When yeah. you just hear someone sing and you're like, oh, that's delicious, you know, because you can feel oh. the heart <laughs> in it. Um, and I love when I when I've been watching you sing, watching your videos and stuff. Uh, even the the passion you can see in your face when you're singing, you know, you're not someone to sort of top line and just go la la la. You're like, oh, no, la, la. No. <laughs> you know, you really go for it. You really go for it. Yeah, that's it's refreshing. Me, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, where do you come from? Because your vocal range is quite is quite broad, right? You, you seem to have that kind of similar to Chrissy. Actually, she she's got this ability to be able to um, kind of multi-track with lots of different range, so that you've got that real sort of female bass tonal range yes um but also the ability to kind of hike it up high so is that is that coming from is that just a natural place for you to sit or or is that have you you know gone to lessons to to invest in in being able to to, to do that 
Um, it's it's a natural thing, actually. I mean, a, a lot of people, when they first hear me, will think they'll go, oh, wow, it's so nice to hear an alto. I'm like, no, that's <laughs> not how it works. I just happen to, <laughs> I'm yeah. just able to do certain things down there. I'm able to do certain things up there. Um, and I just enjoy experimenting with the different shades of my voice. That that yeah. That's all it is. Um, but I do I do like to um to kind of shock people sometimes when when they hear the deeper part of my voice. They're just like, I don't understand how yeah. that's coming from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, which is cool, right? Because yeah. it's it's important to stand out in some sort of way. Yeah, I know? think so. And, and I think I mean I've had uh you know, I, I've I've heard it all. I've heard people say you sound like a guy, you sound like a bloke. I'm like <laughs> I wouldn't go that I'm far. Like, Unless like I said, like <laughs> Antonina Johnson's wit, but he's transgender, right? And and does have yeah. a very effeminate voice for yeah. for what well, he was a guy. He's now transgender and is is uh, uh now female. Yeah. Um so it's it's a difficult one to kind of pin on. But um I'd certainly say that it you know, you have that um I, do you, have you ever listened to Antonio Johnson's much? Uh, no, I have heard oh, should, of them, but I'm not really yeah, familiar with them. Yeah, you should check it out because it's kind of yeah. like it just took me straight to that place, and I thought oh, that's quite interesting. But then okay. listening to the Battle Scars, it's like, oh, okay, there's a whole different vocal range going on. <laughs> right, that's interesting too. Yeah, um, it's kind of like a um, a Tracy Chapman. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Tracy that's Chapman. Good point, yeah. Actually, yeah. quite that's, in the middle, that's a you good know. One. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just. Uh, I mean, obviously, with Battle Scars, it was a whole different. It was a, I wanted the rock vibe, so I had to change it up and experiment with a different side to me and to my and to my voice. And and I and I really enjoyed it because, um, you know, there were parts that I, maybe I would have wanted to like go over again or correct, but my producer was just like, "No, leave it. It's it's got to be raw. It's got to sound like you're really angry, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing." So. Um, it was fun. It was fun to do something like that and not and not be like too perfect, you know, or, mm. or anything. So yeah, yeah, it was good. Mm. And so, talking about that, what is your kind of uh, writing process? I mean, obviously, I mean, you've been in the industry for how how many years? A long time, I feel. Um, just from uh, how yeah, how a long time. I mean, depends sounds. what what you kind of classes in the industry. I mean, I've been performing sort of since I was like fifteen, sixteen, mm. but I haven't. I'd, I only really released uh, about four or five years ago as, as an originals artist. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been on the scene, if you want to say, for <laughs> a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, so what's sort of your process when it comes to writing? I mean, you say you've got a producer, so I'm guessing you focus more on the vocal side of everything. And yeah. how do you write on your own? Do you have a writing partner in crime or...? Um, actually, yes, my, my husband is my, my writing partner. Oh, that's convenient. Um, <laughs> is it? It's convenient. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I write the, the melody and the lyrics and he'll come along and, and put the chords together. And then from there, the, the track will take shape, basically. So, um, but, you know, we, we, we disagree on things and then we just come to a compromise and things. But, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a really good partnership. And I, I mean, I, I work with a lot with lots of people, but when I release my own material I find that I just work best with him we understand you know the, like the, the 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 mission so to speak what the what the brief <laughs> is or whatever you know and it just kind of works so yeah <laughs> yeah that, that sounds pretty much perfect because <laughs> obviously when it comes to writing you're always going to get the best stuff with someone you're more com most comfortable with and I don't yeah. think you're going to get much more comfortable than a husband so yeah. <laughs> you, you, you need to have that kind of warts and all conversation like no nah, that bit's pretty crap yeah, like, well, no, yeah, I like that we... bit. No, nah, it's crap. You know, like, you don't <laughs> yeah. always get that with someone that you don't know that well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Brothers and sisters are good for that as well. But, um, so, in line with your 
releases you seem quite prolific online in terms of making sure that your presence is well known Um, you've got a good healthy following patreon and you know doing all that kind of stuff how important do you think that is in today's world of you know self-releasing or 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 releasing music in, in 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 the industry now I think it's very important um, and I think it's a positive and a negative thing because, um, I mean, believe me, it's, I, 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 I do everything every day. I'm doing something 24-7 almost and um, there's a lot of effort that goes into what I do, but I kind of wish I didn't have to do it. Obviously, mm. growing up, I grew up in like the 90s where, you know, the music industry was was like a, something you could never get, you could never touch, you know, unless you had a record deal or whatever. Yeah. And um now suddenly having to to do everything yourself as an independent artist is is kind of taking away from the creativity because you've got to constantly be making content you've got to be collaborating or doing this or doing that and be on every single platform all at once and i think it's it's very important because there are so many more people now vying for 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 that spot kind of thing so you've got to be everywhere yeah um but I do think it puts a hell of a lot more pressure on on artists um, to, to to be ever present. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's what we have to do. But I, you yeah. know, it, it does require a lot yeah. of effort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I, and to me, for for me, I had an Instagram account for years, and I just got sick of it. I got, I basically <laughs> got to the point of feeling like um, trying to register with myself as to how I felt every time I used it trying to yeah. check in basically i started doing meditation and it makes you more aware of things right so mm-hmm. when i've finished with within with it like instagram i put it down i'd be like how do i feel now and i'd be like i feel like shit <laughs> i don't feel mm-hmm. great you know it makes me feel kind of hot for some reason i was like i don't it's not giving me so i deleted it all yeah. then we did a release and i was like you know what i need to be <laughs> i need to have some <laughs> sort of presence on there um and um and so i, I, I relaunched it again um half reluctantly about two months ago and I thought, if I'm going to do it, I'll do it properly. So um, I, I started, you know, looking into it, and you've got to do two posts a day, uh, X amount of videos, stories, and all this yeah. kind of. Before you know it, it like lures you in, and you end up like, <laughs> yeah, come yeah. to me, you know, and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's and like God and with the ring. but it's like a double-edged sword for me now because where where before I probably wouldn't go downstairs and play on the piano for a while unless I've got like a project or something I need to write or something I need to do. Whereas now I'm thinking like, shit, I need a little bit of footage. Well, I could just go and play that tune on the piano, mm. you know. And then and then what happens is I end up sitting there for a couple of hours like, and I'm like, oh, actually, I wouldn't have done this if it wasn't for that. So now yeah. I'm in this like dichotomy of, is it <laughs> adding value or is it taking away? Because where I could be writing a tune for for the band, I'm like dicking around making some footage that is going to yeah. get me an extra 500 followers. Oh, no, that's probably a bit much, but you know, a few <laughs> hundred followers or whatever. I I think I think um, I I totally agree. But and I think where the lines are blurred is the fact that, um, for example, if we use Instagram, they've now got reels, um, which are a big thing. And that's not necessarily about musical content. That can be anything that could be you just I mean, I've done a few, you know, just like getting ready to go to my video shoot kind of thing. And you can speed it up. You can slow it down. You can do really fun things with it. but I think the additions of things like that and TikTok and like YouTube shorts, you know, now there's just so many things that you kind of have to yeah. dabble with all at the same time. Whereas, you know, a few years ago, it may have just been, I'm going to do a video and post it and then I'll do another one in a few days or something, yeah. you know, and 
and it and it is great you know because it allows you to practice and to you know improve on things but as I said earlier it's just it's just a, a lot all at once mm. and um I mean last week I, I didn't post for like two days and I felt guilty but I had to take some time off I was just yeah. like I I don't have any content and I don't want to just make something for the sake yeah. of it yeah, so yeah. Mm. you know what I mean yeah I think mm. it's also different as well when like you say when you're doing it on your own because you look at other artists and you go well, they're killing it. What are they doing? And then what you don't realise yeah. is there's a team of 15 people behind the lens. Uh, exactly, yeah. And all yeah. they're doing is getting on with their day-to-day, you know, rehearsing yeah. for a gig, it's being filmed, there's footage, or you're playing yeah. live, it's filmed, more footage, yeah. you know. And But you're, as a viewer of that profile, you're going, they're killing it. What mm-hmm. am I doing wrong? I need to I need to up my game, but you're just on your own. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Filming yeah. all this stuff and editing, and then you've got to edit it and put it all together and send it yeah. out. So it's always interesting talking to people that are in different stages of, you know, um, releasing. We've had people on that have, you know, gone, that have released in the 90s and gone through all that process, and now they're still releasing yeah. now, and, and, and they're just, like, saying the same thing. You know, like, yeah. on the one hand, you, you've got all these tools to your disposal, but yeah. on the other hand, so does everybody else. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so you, you're kind of like, you're, you're in this myriad of mm-hmm. artists and how do you stand out? And so I think, yeah, yeah it's an interesting topic. You know, yeah. It's an interesting, and, and also how do you monetize it? How do you make money? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I, I um, obviously, you know, all gigs got cancelled last year. So um, I, I, I kind of had to turn to live streaming as, as we all have. And um I I wasn't monetizing until I joined Stage It um, just at the end of January. Um, it's a great platform which I'd never heard of. And I've not heard of it, like... so you're, you're educating us now. Yeah. yeah tell <laughs> us all about it. I was at stageit.com. Okay, so it's, okay, it's yeah. a, basically another platform um, and you, you sign up for free. It's super simple to sign up and create a profile. Um, and you can live stream um, and people pay to watch you. So what, how it works is that you set... Um, or what I would recommend is that you set a pay pay what you can rate. Yeah. Um, so people can pay as little as ten cents to watch you, basically, and then they can tip you as well, which is even better, you know. And um, I've been on there since the end of January, and I've I've grown a like a, a nice little following. I've got nice. like a hundred followers on there, and they come to I, I gig twice a week on on stage. At, okay. Um, and they they pretty much all come to every single show. Um, and they tip and the best thing about it is that it's a, a great place to meet other artists as well like there's no there's no kind of competition with each other there's no, none of this like mm. cliqueiness or jealousy or anything it's all about just encouraging each other and the audience are not there to troll you or anything like that they just want to hear music yeah and I, I love it and it's been a great way to monetize and earn something you know um during these periods and but mm. honestly i will still use it i'm not yeah. going to stop using it i love it and yeah. and it's yeah what um what days do you perform get that one quiet <laughs> <laughs> um i perform mondays 8 45 p.m and fridays 11 45 p.m to try and get like a the american kind of contingent <laughs> just oh, a, bit, a bit later yeah yeah what and how do people get access to that um to watch you yeah. So again, it, it's 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 going to sound complicated, but it's really easy. They just create a, a, an account again, which is free. Okay. And you you can also do that through Facebook. You can use okay. your Facebook profile. Um, yep. But um, if they want to to access the gigs, they have to top up their account at least five dollars, which is right. the equivalent of fifty stage it notes. They have like a little currency thing going on. Okay. 
Um, but it, it's, it sounds really complicated, but it's not. Basically, if you top up your accounts the $5, you can then pay, as I said, as little as 10 cents to see, yeah. like, you know, 50 artists in a day if you want to, That's you know. Cool. Yeah. Sorry if the maths is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm, I would never yeah. notice. Yeah. I'm, I'm so bad. But, but basically, <laughs> I, it, 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 <laughs> it, it works out. Once, once they've got that account, it's super simple. And as an artist, you also get 10 free invitations per show. Yeah. So if someone's like, I want to check it out, you just invite them for free. And then oh, you can take it from there. Very cool. Oh, that's cool. So, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, I was going to, you know, obviously, especially with uh, the last year with coronavirus, with everything going on, it's been a crazy year. But it's nice to hear that you've been able to sort of find an, an outlet. As far, I was going to ask how it is. Obviously, you can't really gig or anything. Yeah. But um, I mean, this must be like a lovely what's the word like shine in the sky i can't think of the right yeah. phrase silver I, you know, lining a silver, silver lining, lining yeah, yeah. Um, you're welcome i mean it's, <laughs> oh well it is um it, it has been great i mean i've been live streaming on like instagram since last september um and only on stage it since january but live streaming is great you know and i've been able to reach a whole new audience um which i would never have been able to do just by gigging in like central london kind of thing mm. um but it can't replace being on a stage no. and having that energy of your bandmates and the audience. So, you know, while it's great, I do feel, I still feel kind of weird just singing to my laptop. I was just going to say, <laughs> you know? yeah, I was going to say, so presumably, well, first of all, you wouldn't have the whole band on this thing, would you? Or do you no, say, no, no, I use backing tracks. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you're just using your, your stems that you recorded with and taking the vocal out, presumably yeah. or something like that. Okay, and, and and there's no uh, way of having people kind of remote in. So if you've got other musicians, they can remote in on the same session and then it can go out live, or is that... It sounds um, a bit technically... It, yeah, it, there, there, there is... A, my friends have done it. I have a, a friend who's a violinist and a pianist, and they tried it, but there yeah. was a lot of technical yeah. issues and delays and things like mm. that. So yeah, yeah. as yet, that particular thing hasn't been perfected. But, yeah, um, we, we, yeah, we tried it as right at the beginning of lockdown i started looking into it um me and warren tried it chrissy i don't know if you if you know this but yeah apparently then, i didn't get that we, phone call so uh, we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah, yeah. no we were trying the software out to see which one would work and then we were going to go let's jump on and do it and uh it was this like collaboration software but we didn't know that anyone can just jump in at any time that's that's got it right so we're we're on there trying to figure it out and then all of a sudden oh. this dude just comes in and is like hi guys <laughs> Oh, wow. I'm like, who's this guy? <laughs> um, and, and it was all like out of sync, and, it, and we we just yeah. ended up rolling around laughing at the end of it because it was just so bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Bless uh, him. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, was, yeah. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. About <laughs> He's that. like, I had a great jam <laughs> on Friday. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, I was um, I was uh, having a little read of an interview you did a, a little while back, um, and okay. it, there was something in there which really cracked me up. Um, and it was about a story you told about uh, when you were gigging, and uh, an A and R guy, um, like sort of got your attention. He was like, "Really like your music, talking to you," and you're like excited. And then he was basically saying that you're. Well, I think you know where I'm going with this story. Yeah. Like you're, <laughs> well, do you want to tell the story? I don't, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean, yeah. I mean but so I, I got this, I mean, this was uh, 10 years or so ago and I got scouted by a universal person. Oh, that's my house phone ringing. I just ignore that. Um, and I was like, wow, you know, it's great. This, this is going to be it, you know? And then he was like, love your stuff, love your voice. However, your backstory <laughs> is really boring. I was like, uh, you know, how so? And he was like, well, 
you're educated and you come from a, a good family, a good stable family. And I was like, yeah, um, I don't quite understand where this is heading. And he was like, listen, we'll get some PR people together. We'll come up, we'll just make something up about like your background, <laughs> you know? And I was like, mm, that's not really going to work. I'm afraid. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have had a, a good yeah. uh, childhood and I, and I, and I'm lucky enough to, you know, had a good education or whatever, yeah. you know, that's just how I was raised. It doesn't make me good or bad. It's just my, it's just my story. People need <laughs> and, drama. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like he came up with some mad thing. He, he was like, listen, I've got it. Your dad's a cabbie, right? My dad's an accountant, first of all. <laughs> um, and, and some guy got into his cab and he happened to be like a record producer and your dad gave him his, a CD and that's how you made it. And I was like, but no, that's not, that's just not going <laughs> to oh happen. Oh my gosh. You so have to I call up dad and yeah. So, so I was you have like, to call up no. dad to get him to change his job. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm making oh that backstory gosh. though. By the way, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so yeah, you'll see me in a few interviews. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So my dad's a cabbie, and uh, yeah. he was just like playing the music in the cab, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you as just, you do, you know, like you just switch it up and say funny. you're the cabbie, so that is not too much of an obvious steal. But I don't um, want to be a cabbie. No, no, well, no offense to cabbies out there. Oh, sh- I shouldn't. I shouldn't well, I, uh, yeah, yeah, you dropped yourself in it there. You dropped yourself. I'll be the cabbie then. I I'll always drive, do. So. I always say something ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that's a crazy story. I, oh, I, I almost didn't believe it. I mean, I do believe it, but you just think, what? Like, if, well, how would your friends react if you know, I, in a week Natalie Miranda came out and you were this just whole different thing? I mean, <laughs> I was like, just. What? I mean, like. I mean, I would, I would never. I mean, actually, following that episode, I went and wrote a song that was that was just like a kind of in your face. I don't think so, kind of thing. But, <laughs> but like, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, you actually expect me to lie about where I'm from and who my family is, despite the fact that you know my fam, my outside family will be like, well, that's not true, or like my <laughs> friends will be like, hang on a sec, <laughs> you know, it's just I can't do it. I just can't oh do it. Gosh. And and so I, I said, fine, like I'm not interested. So. There's a lot of people that would have just gone, you know, I'll go for it, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's a noble thing to stick to. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll just keep our ears open for that for that story repeated and we'll be like, ah, yeah. no, that you're chatting nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Absurd. So what, obviously we've, we've probably touched on a few things, but what would you say um, are the three most important things or what would what would be the three most important bits of advice that you would give someone that's trying to do what you're doing so be a vocalist or you know and trying to trying to crack up trying to trying to trying to break onto the scene in today's environment um i would say uh and i've learned this especially just in the last year just be yourself i know it sounds a bit cliche but stay true to who you are don't worry about what people are going to say about the music or you know anything like that just make the music that fulfills you that your you feel like your message is coming across yeah um don't try to change yourself basically don't try and be you know like a a a, what you're not i would say if if you're if you're naturally a soul singer be a soul singer kind of thing don't Mm. feel like you need to change um i would also say um use social media but positively don't let it take over your life so much um and i say this because i got trolled last year and really? it really affected me badly oh my so gosh. i've what had happened? to um i i got approached by um uh, a meme page and i honestly can't remember the name of it i kind of blocked it out but it was it's a massive meme page and they wanted to use a compilation of my covers videos um and make like a 
a thing and put it on their page. And I was like, that's mm. great, you know. And um, they did say that they would send me the, the video for, their, for my approval and they didn't and they posted it. And what they've done is that they um, kind of pitched me as an impersonator, which I'm not. I've never, I'm, I'm actually a terrible impersonator. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the trolls just reared their heads and, you know, they were saying, oh, she doesn't sound like her or she's a terrible singer. And then they started commenting about my appearance my you know my weight my like, oh my gosh I, I, I look tired the color of my hair anything you name it they they went for it and I I've never in my entire life not even at school experienced that level of bullying and and I, it upset me so much like I couldn't sing for about four or five days I didn't post anything um but and I, I got it removed like instantly the morning after I, I complained and they removed it and I mm. completely disassociated myself with everything from them. Um, I removed those covers videos. I didn't want them anywhere on my YouTube page. Um, but from that, I, I gained, I mean, I, I still find comments upsetting, um, but I just block and delete now. You have to find mm. a coping mm. mechanism. And yeah. the fact of the matter is I'm never going to, as an artist, you can't please everybody. They're going to be haters all the time. Yeah. They're going to be people that love what you do. So you have to accept accept that you put yourself out there basically you're gonna you have to accept that that might happen but yeah. you need to find a way of coping with it and social media can be positive i've, I've made so many wonderful contacts through social media but hmm. there is a negative side of it as well so yeah <laughs> it makes you wonder what, <laughs> what the motive the motive is I, I really cannot first of all i can't get my head around why you would do it or what kind of person it would take to do that or I can't attribute that to anyone that I know. Even yeah. you know, like I can't think, like oh, Dave. Yeah, I bet he's an online <laughs> troll. You know, like I can't think of. They're probably just really polite people, and then they just have to get it all out online. Yeah. Eh. I don't yeah. understand. What are they getting from this? Yeah, you know, what I what think, do they gain? Yeah, I think what what I learned from my experience was that the issue isn't you. It, it's not you that has an it's issue. Definitely these, not these, you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. These people, we don't know, they might be going through certain things. We we don't know, but they are taking it out in a, in a way, keyboard warriors. There's that phrase, isn't there? You know, they're, they're, they, they can't be identified and they want to take out whatever it is they're going through on somebody else. And, you know, obviously it's not right to do that, but they're going through their own thing and it's coming out in another way kind of thing so yeah i think it's just making their you know. bad situation way worse because they've got to, yeah. to sleep at night and you can go well it's not, i you know i, I mean? just i i was so shocked by you know what was being said and i've as i say like you know not even at school and i got bullied a bit at school but not to that extreme mm. yeah ever so, I couldn't yeah. I could understand it if there was like the troll olympics <laughs> where, <laughs> where it's like yeah. you get an award at the end for saying the most heinous horrible shit to people that but there's just no, like a very cutting there's nothing yeah. yeah there was like some sort of means to an end i'd champion them on if they were giving me shit but like yeah that's a real good one you know like maybe tweak good it here one, and yeah. there you can you can definitely zone in on my ginger for example um oh my gosh yeah i don't know i it's, mean it's, uh, it's as well bizarre. you've obviously <laughs> sorry just the thought of that being a, a, a bloody trolling competition um <laughs> obviously as well it kind of plays a part into the question about being a, being a woman as well working in that kind of industry because i yeah. feel like you see a lot of obviously anyone in, in social in 
social media world get can get abuse for absolutely nothing but especially yeah. with women you see like you know they'll talk about weight they'll talk about hair they'll talk about skin absolutely. all this yeah. silly and crazy think, stuff yeah I mean I I you know I I, I don't want to say it happens like, like what you said I don't want to say it happens more to women at all but but I think mm. that women are still are still not seen as equals in the in the music industry in certain ways I know the equality is is coming up kind of thing but I think I think it's more them kind of easier targets, you know, because yeah. women are can be more sensitive, especially younger fe- females who are growing up, and you know their bodies are changing, and you know it's it's hard. And I think to read something that says, "Oh, you know, like oh your hair looks awful," or or like mm. why are you wearing that dress or something, you know, you take it to heart, and um, mm. it's I, I, difficult. Yeah, something big. Um, I think though that in the majority. They're giving energy to what you're doing. It might be negative, but but yeah. I, I can absolutely guarantee that they're sit- first of all they're sitting there and they're watching it, and then oh, they're yes. having to comment on yeah. it. So they yeah. want to engage in it, and I, I guarantee it's coming from a place of not being able to understand how one person can put their put themselves out there like that, um, because they can't do it themselves. Yeah. So they so instead of um, congratulating that person they attack that person because they, they can't do that they have to yeah. hide behind their little you know handle or whatever and they don't yes. they, they can't yeah. post a video of themselves singing because yeah. you know singing is being in it being being a musician in a band is a vulnerable thing because you're putting your ideas forward and if it Absolutely. gets anywhere lots of people are going to hear it but to be on your own as a vocalist with your own lyrics, your own um, you know style, your own videos, you, and you're right up there at the front. You're putting yourself right in in in, in that you know target zone of full yeah. love and, and everything. Yeah. And these trolls just they don't have that capability within their kit bag, right? They just can't do yeah. it. And I think that they look at celebrities and go, "Well, if I can't do it, I'm going to hate on the people that can to bring them." Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. I mean, and that particular compilation that went on that page had like just before it got taken down it had been viewed about 30,000 times and I was just like Ooh. I mean that's crazy I mean not, not even my my like my own videos get viewed that yeah. much yeah, you yeah. know and it was just like so so you've watched it and you've decided to say something bad you know why yeah. if you don't like it just move on yeah, you yeah. know you don't you don't have to sit there and say that you know like oh yeah it's, yeah, yeah. It's so I think as well. I think that's one of the craziest thing about craziest things about being young and going into anything, where, anything where you're putting yourself out there, is that by the time you have the strength of mi- strength of mind to realise it doesn't matter what these people say, the damage can already be done mm. to your oh, yeah, sort of sure. self esteem sure. and everything. Because yeah. you know, like now, if someone says something, I'm like, oh, whatever, you loser. Like, yeah, you're just exactly. Being a loser. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're like 16 to 25, I mean. It depends, obviously, for everyone, but that sort of stuff, I'd be thinking, oh, my gosh, it's true. Oh, my gosh, I can't be seen out. Oh, my gosh, like, this is embarrassing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's actually what I when, when I when I complained to them and it got taken down, I said to them, listen, you know, you're lucky that I'm an I'm an adult. If I was a young girl and I know myself at 16, I would have fallen to pieces reading stuff like that, you mm. know, yeah. um, you know, they needed they need moderators. And I said to them, you know, in not so many words, you should be ashamed of yourselves for, for allowing that to happen. And they were like, oh, sorry, we, you know, we didn't expect our audience to be like that. And then reading their other posts, I was like, but they totally yeah. are like that. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, just directed at me. You know, hate always gets more attention. Yeah. The, the negative just... always gets more, but it doesn't stick around as long. It, yeah. it, you know, like negative, it, it seems to kind of be like flash in the pan, whereas if someone really loves what you do, 
they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to stick around forever. Yeah. You know? So yeah. In in essence, it really doesn't matter. But, yeah. yeah. At the time, it does. At the time, you, it does. But you, when yeah. you realise, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, what's coming around the corner? What's what 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 have you got brewing? What um, <laughs> what have you got more releases? Have you got some some stuff coming? What what's happening? Um, I, I am, I'm, I'm still kind of riding on the battle scars wave. Of course, I'm yeah, still yeah, kind of yeah. pushing that. Um, but I'm, um, I am thinking about the, a follow-up single and, um, I've just recorded a, a cover of a, a really lovely song I've always wanted to record. So I, I'm not sure if I'll release it or just put it on YouTube. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and I, and I'm top lining for a lot of dance, uh, producers and things like that and featuring on them. So that's keeping yeah. me busy. But, um, but yeah, ultimately I just, I, I wanted to release at least three singles this year. Yeah. Um, so uh, under my name anyway. So I, I'm working on that, but it's very likely it will be completely different to Battle Scars. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And also, yeah. to be fair, um, I was having a look at your, at your YouTube as well. You've got su- such great content on there. So Thank as far you. as just seeing more and more coming from you, just yeah. get on your socials, and you got yeah. popping it out every day. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try to to keep to make the the YouTube videos like um, I try and keep them quite short as well, like just snippets, not like whole covers, because like I know people's attention spans are you know mm. a bit a bit less than than they may be may have been a few years ago so yeah but uh, but as I said earlier it is hard to keep thinking of stuff to yeah. create so yeah 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 sorry go on Lee I was, was going to say it's interesting talking to lots of different artists and, and all of that creative people have these I mean all, all all that we do essentially is sit there and think of different ways that we can create right absolutely so, so it's I, I always use the analogy it's kind of like uh, trying to put an octopus you know when you see the octopus and you're trying to put it in a corner it just ch- changes shape and color and stuff and just disappears over here and starts doing something else you, that's why it's like you, you've got all these creative people that they've locked in houses over a pandemic and they're like well i'm not going to sit here and wallow in it i'm going to continue yeah. to create and it's interesting seeing what the fruits of that are you know yeah it's at least an it's at least a, a silver lining to an otherwise quite you know Mm. drab affair but um yeah no I mean I I um I, I think I, I also had a part-time job just before the pandemic started and, and I and I, I resigned in September actually just before Catch 22 was released um and I found that I was furloughed as well so it kind of gave me more of a reason to be super productive so yeah. during last year I I wrote Catch 22 I released it I learned how to play the guitar. I mm. yeah, I um I I just practiced singing every day, learning different things. You know, so I was more productive than I've ever been yeah. due to the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um so that is the the silver lining for me. Like I would never have done half the things I did if it hadn't been for being furloughed and yeah. for the pandemic. Then I made the decision to quit my day job and I'm I've I've kept that momentum like I don't stop and uh probably probably to my detriment i need a bit of time off <laughs> but yeah. like um it's so important to me it's just it's just what i want to do and i have to do everything i can to to reach those goals basically <laughs> yeah that's really cool yeah and it's awesome that as well obviously with the with coronavirus with all of this sorry it sounds terrible to say it's awesome with coronavirus because the two are totally opposite <laughs> i wouldn't go that but, far but yeah <laughs> people mean, have uh, suffered sorry. tremendously out there I, I know i know i know i'm not uh, <laughs> shut up lee i'm obviously not um downplaying that as a concept but like you say it gives you that gives you that kind of time and it's been a really weird um dichotomy of 
it's almost like everything's been standing still. So yeah. I feel like, you know, before all of this, when it came to creating, being in your house, you also felt almost a bit like anxious and stressed because there's a gig you, you couldn't have, you didn't make that yes. week or there was this yeah. going on and you, oh, if I tried this hard or maybe I would have got there. Whereas with everything being a bit more still and calm, it yeah. just does give you the space to just take a step back and actually yeah. envelop yourself in mm. creating. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And um, I think because I'm in a function band as well and uh, obviously everything got cancelled and um, having that, I, I thought I was really going to miss the, the busy life of that, but I, I missed the performing and my band, mm. but I did not miss the travelling and mm. the faff and the, mm. you know, dealing with the, you know, funny clients or whatever. Mm. And um, that, not, not having that stress in my life also gave me more opportunity to work on my own stuff, which is ultimately what I want to do, you know, yeah. so... Um, another positive to come yeah. out of a very, very negative year last year. So, yeah, yeah I, I think, yeah, it put things in, into perspective for sure. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been lovely thank you for to, having to me. chat to you. Yeah, and um, let us know when you get your next release out. We'd love to talk to you again. I will. Chat. Um, thank you. Where can the Is people it... find you? We, we talked a bit about it, but what what's your um, social medias and stuff? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's easier if they go to my website, which is nataliemiranda.com. That's Natalie with a TH. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything is is on there. So all the socials can be accessed via the website. Um, and uh, and Stager is also via my website if you want to check out my Stager shows. So, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and also if they sign up to my website for free, I, could, I will send a free download of Battle Scars. Oh, Ooh. nice. nice. <laughs> I'll cool. be checking that out after this, after Thank this conversation. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, it's, it's been lovely chatting to you. Um, Thanks, guys. I also feel like you uh, you hail from North London, which I do as well. So yes. that's probably why, you know, we're so cool, unlike Lee. <laughs> I'm where, in the channel. Where are you from? I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, from, cool. I'm, from, I'm from Lancashire. I'm a northerner. I lived in London for about... 10 years or 11 years and then i moved to jersey in the channel islands so yeah my kids are just like what is going on why do we keep moving dad (laughs) um so yeah i'm I'm on a little five mile by five mile rock in the middle of the channel islands just chilling out (laughs) basically absolutely chilling out um but yeah awesome thank you so much natalie it's been so nice chatting to you and uh yeah you're just lovely down to earth got a lot of insight oh, so um thank you <laughs> all right cool Thanks, guys thank all right you. guys thank you so much have a good one yeah all right see, see you yeah. soon bye now bye, bye. i blabbed i blabbed i blabbed